Mo, are you there? I'm here. Okay, so it's it's just, we just started recording, so I can edit after. Okay, so we're gonna we'll just pause and we'll I'll get into it. All right. Okay. Perfect. Well, welcome everybody. This is Stephen Young and Young Realty with another episode of Follow Me to Millions podcast. And this week we're here to talk about mindsets. So Follow Me to Millions is um, our way to train agents, and you know we always start all the podcasts off with a very specific quote from one of my mentors, Jay Abraham. He says, you're surrounded by simple, obvious solutions that can dramatically increase your income, power, influence, and success. The problem is you just don't see them. So what Follow Me to Millions is all about, we're here to show you the golden path to success in real estate sales specifically. And uh, so with that, we want to get started. We have a special guest uh, joining us today, Mr. Marlo Singh. He's one of our top realtors here at Young Realty. And we're going to be talking to him today about mindsets and how to change your mindset and how it's super important to real estate success. So Marlo, welcome. Thank you very much, Steven. How are you doing today? So. I'm doing very well. So, Marlo, tell, tell me about a little bit about how you got started, uh, how long you've been with Young Realty. I think it's been four years now, right? Uh, going on five. It's going on five years now. Five years. Um, yes, sir. Uh, I actually joined Young Realty uh, fresh out of real estate school uh, without any real firsthand experience or knowledge of the market. And uh, everything I've learned is uh, – Pretty much uh, courtesy of you. Much appreciated. You're very welcome. Uh, so, so I think you're an incredible person to join us today when we talk about mindset. And I really, there's very few brokerages out there who enjoy talking with or uh, bringing on board brand new agents who've never had experience in sales because it's, it's, it's hard. We, we have to change a lot of things. But there's less things to change in terms of mindset and behaviors and actions than someone who's been in the business for 20 or 30 years doing the wrong things for 20 or 30 years. Because to change that habit is very difficult. So, so you know, you, you're a great uh, uh, agent. You're one of our top agents. If not, I think you were a top agent last year in 2017. So you've come a long way in five years, Marley. You, you came from a, a previous 9-to-5 job, right? You're part of the 4040 Club. Yep, 4040 Club. So Wasn't 40, years, about that. <laughs> 40 hours a week for 40 years of your life, it's not necessarily a great thing, but it's what most of the world's population is uh, sort of abiding by to earn a living in this life. And sales is you sort of get out of that mode. It's the only business and profession where you double or triple your time you work for not necessarily the same pay initially. And it's a hard sell to most people. It's a hard sell for me when I started and my family said, you know, you're educated and, you know, you have all this, this great experience behind you. Why would you go into sales and have no money or anything like that? I said, look, it's what I've always wanted to do. Um, so that's why I did it. So for you, coming from the 4040 Club into sales, what we talk about mindset. What, what were you thinking? Like, what did you think real estate was all about before you got into it? So I, when I thought about real estate, uh, before I got into it, I thought it was taking clients out for showings and writing offers. I wasn't aware or was oblivious to the fact that uh, there's a lot more that goes on behind the scenes than just taking people out on showings. You thought it was easy? That's the easy part, definitely. You know, but you thought it was easy. Before Most of them, before I got into sales, I was like, oh, this is going to be a breeze. I was like, oh, look at this guy. He put a sign on my parents' lawn, sold it a couple of days later, got a huge check. I was like, I can do that. 
Yeah. What I don't know, do that. what I didn't understand, was it, it took him six months to get the lead and another six months to follow up and another six months to finally get the decision out of himself. It's a long time, right? Yeah, uh, that, that is a part of it. That is part of the business that I wasn't aware of or I didn't uh, think about, per se. It's not really a good sales pitch if you're trying to recruit more agents to be licensed in any jurisdiction that's out there saying, look, you've got to work forever to make no money, so come on and get your license. It's not, not quite a good sales tactic. So it, no, it, it's good that they've, um, they've squashed those, uh, those, those rumors to say, look, it's, it's not difficult or it's easy and trying try to get your license. That's what they're trying to do now. But uh, at the end of the day, it's still much more difficult. But that, go back to mindset. Tell me about what you were thinking your first sort of like six months in the business, first year in the business. What, what were you transitioning from? What did you think about in terms of like, what have I done? Did you have any regrets? Were you thinking going back to work? Like, like talk to me about that. So for me, uh, what it was, I was working nine to five full time um, for a big corporation, uh, doing customer service and sales uh, over the phone. And when I first started real estate, what I wanted to do was continue my nine to five and do real estate almost part time until I can get up and running mm-hmm. and, and get going and have my business able to sustain itself uh, well enough for me to be able to quit the nine to five. Right. Well, what happened is that, right. And what happened is after a couple months of being in the business, I started getting some leads. And I started getting clients calling me. Well, the thing was, they were calling me between 9 and 5. And these leads, they're calling me between 9 and 5 when I can't answer my phone and talk to them. Right? And by the time I give them a call back after 5 p.m., they've already spoken to a different agent uh, with their questions. And, uh, you know, they've already booked their showings uh, through someone else. And um, it came to the point where I did a couple deals and you know what? I said, you know what? I believe in myself and I, I got to take the leap of faith here and I'm, I'm going to make this work. Sink or swim. Sink or swim. You know, my, my mentor talks to me about jumping and growing wings on the way down. Uh, you know, there's no agent out there who does part-time real estate sales, but gets a full-time real estate agent salary. doesn't happen. Okay. So I'm always talking to people about, Part-time input gets you part-time results. Full-time in the business gets you full-time results. Now, that being said, there's a lot of full-time agents out there probably listening to this podcast saying, I'm working my butt off. I'm working all the time. I still got nothing to show for it. So so back to mindset. If if you're a full-time agent and you're in a fairly decent-sized city and there's enough turnover in your marketplace and you're not getting the results you want, generally speaking, has nothing to do with the marketplace. Would you agree with that, Marlo? Yes, I agree with that. Yeah, like it's for at the end of the day, we're in the city of Toronto, and like last year, I'm not even sure how many billions were sold. I could look it up, but it's it's significant in terms of the volume of real estate being sold and transacted on any given month or any given year. And at the end of the day, it had nothing to do five years ago for you, Marlo, getting into business. Even if you didn't know much about real estate, the market was still into the multi billions of dollars, so you could have earned whatever you wanted to. So, so when it comes to when you were in that first year, I know when I thought, speak for myself, so I'm sort of asking you the same question. In my first year, I thought, oh, it's got to be the market, right? The market must be turned down or like, you know, why would nobody want to use me? I, I'm competent. I know what I'm doing. I know the marketplace. I know how to fill out the paperwork. I didn't quite understand what was happening. I didn't understand what the bridge was. And 
I was like, so I started coming up with things in my own mind and I saying, look, it must be the market. Maybe no one wants condos or maybe no one wants these homes that I'm selling or, you know, maybe they don't want, and for me, it was all just an internalized dialogue that was preventing me from going out there and actually getting the business because the business wasn't slowing down. The marketplace wasn't slowing down. So it had nothing to do with the marketplace, even though I was blaming the marketplace. And that was pure mindset. So for you in your first year, what was your transitioning point internally where you said, yes, I can do this. I can, I can, I'm confident enough now after one or two sales to say, you know what, now I can do it full time. What, what was that for you? For me, um, I think it was, I, I got to say, it was probably within my first year, at the end of my first year. Um, I had set a goal on paper. Um, I wanted to do $100,000 my first year in sales. Mm-hmm. Um, but internally, um, deep down inside, I was satisfied if I did more than $40,000. And that was what I was cur- uh, previously earning at my old uh, 9 to 5 job. So I said, listen, as long as I can make equal mm-hmm. to or more than that, then I'm going to be okay. And when I was able to do that within my first year, that kind of opened my eyes and said, okay, great. I've matched it. I can do it. I didn't hit the hundred I wanted, but uh, deep down inside, I was really only aiming to do 40. And that so, kind of so, gave me that kick in the butt to uh, get going and uh, work harder, work smarter, and uh, keep growing. Now look, at the end of the day, no matter – look, if you told yourself in your first year – I want to make a million dollars in commissions this year and gross commission income, but you didn't internally believe it, then you're never going to get to that point. Okay. So mindset is super important for all realtors out there, whether you're new or old, or you want to change your business or you're changing cities or brokerages, whatever you're doing. Mindset is so vital. Okay. Because at the end of the day, you, you just said it yourself, you wanted a hundred, but you're satisfied with 40. And so all you're going to make is the lower amount. That's just how it works because you're okay with it. If you gave yourself uh, saying, I'm going to earn, I want to earn a hundred and you know, a hundred thousand, anything less than that number is not acceptable in my world. And you were adamant with yourself and you were confident in yourself and you're repeated every single day and you really went after the business. You would have earned that in your first year. And I think for a lot of realtors, they, they, it's that stepping stone that we're sort of taught to believe as we're growing up that you have to do things incrementally. You just have to do, you know, step one and step two and step three and step four where I'm a big believer is you can go from zero to a hundred thousand your first year in real estate. You just have to put in place certain things. One of those things is certainly mindset. You have to change your mindset because you're, you're programmed for your whole life to work at a nine to five job. You probably went to school, you're bred to do it. Once you got it, your parents are probably proud of you to get it. So for me, my parents were very disappointed. I didn't have a nine to five job. I was like, look, this is the way that's going to make me more money in real estate. It's just how it's going to happen. So, you know, it's a difficult thing to overcome because at the end of the day, it's just yourself and your thoughts are a large part of, the, of your business, especially when it comes to real estate. You know, you know uh, I always talk to agents about accountability. I said, you know, the, the worst thing about real estate is there's no accountability. You can go and come as you please. No one's there to make sure you clock in or clock out. Uh, but the best part about real estate is also there's no accountability because that's why a lot of people leave their, their nine to five job. They don't want that boss and the things hanging over their head. The difficulty of it though, is you also need that structure. Okay. But at the end of the day, your mindset is still going to override all of that. 
because you can get to work, you can get your work done in an hour, two hours in a day, if your mindset is strong enough and you're focused enough to say, this is what I target and this is what I'm going after. If it takes you an hour, great. If it takes you 10, it doesn't matter because you, that's where you're setting your mindset to. Right. So, so for you, now you're a huge successful agent with the company and you're on to bigger and better things now with like deals and, you know, uh, deal flow and potentially investments in the future. I know you just bought your, your first property what, last year or two years ago and you're just going to keep building ago. that and building that. So, yeah, so, so as you keep building that part of your business, what, what has your mindset evolved into? Like for me, I'll, I'll give you an example and maybe it'll help you with your answer. So okay. I, since my second year of real estate sales, I've never earned less than $100,000 in real estate. And, well, I guess technically, if I look back now and historically, since my third year, I've never earned less than $250,000 in commission sales, technically speaking. But it was that second year transition where same thing. My first year, I think it was $42,000. Second year was one twenty-five, dollars and third year was two fifty, dollars and I just kept skyrocketing after that. But there was never a year in any business that I own that goes below that number. And I think it's just an internal mindset. It's an internal dialogue that I know how to do it. And I know what the minimums are to get to that number. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, it makes sense. Um, I'm, I, it almost pains me to say it, but I also think I'm still slightly programmed in the incremental. Um, I know you're the big believer of exponential growth. Um, for me, I've never done worse than the year previous. So I'm continuing to grow, but I'm growing one step at a time from the 40K to the 100K, from the 100 to the 150, uh, instead of making the jump from, say, the 100 to the 500 or the 100 to the, five, the, to the million. Um, but that's also part of my own internal belief system that's holding me back, and I'm still trying to kick it right now. Still trying to so move off, move on, go better. So as you build your business and as you sort of incrementally grow step by step by step, it's okay. Look, everybody has their own path in life, right? So this, this podcast is all about follow me to millions. So this is my story. This is I teach people through what I've done. Yes, mm-hmm. I've had exponential growth, but it's because that's exactly what I wanted because I have a big picture in mind and I need to exponentially grow to get there. Does that make sense to you? Yes. So, so at the end of the day, you have to figure out what's best for Marlo, right? And it might be incrementally. Okay, and there's nothing wrong with that. As long as that's what you want, you're satisfied with it, I say have at it, man. It's okay if you just grow slowly, okay? For me, though, okay. I just know how much potential you have, Marlo, in terms of, like, your ability, your salesmanship, uh, how quick you are. See, look, the, I appreciate the comment earlier in, in the conversation that, you, you know, you learned a lot from me, but at the end of the day, a good teacher is only as good as the student, okay? You're, you're a fantastic student, and you've implemented, I wouldn't say everything I do, but you've implemented an awful lot of things I do and showed mm-hmm. in the results. Your results have continued to grow year after year after year and because you continue to implement these things. So as a mindset thing, as sort of the topic of the discussion today, is there anything that's holding you back in terms of a fear standpoint? Uh, you don't have to get specific, but, like, do you think there's a fear of, like, going from a 150 to a million in one year? Like, do you think – oh, my God, I have to become a different person. Like, you would definitely have to become a different person, okay? Not, not from an emotional standpoint or physical standpoint, but internally and sort of an application person, you're going to have to change what you do. You're aware of that, obviously. Yeah, I'm aware of that, and I think it might be just the fear in me um, that it's not attainable, um, that, you know, take smaller steps, and it's just that in the back of my mind, and 
that is kind of what prevents me from doing that. And every year I try and set the goal further and further away um, so that I can conquer that. And every okay, step good. along the way. Sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off, but uh, just on that point. So if you've got a mindset today, okay, if you earn a million dollars in gross commission income, you have to sell $40 million worth of real estate if your average commission is 2.5%, which is here in Toronto. So if I'm assuming that's what your average is. And if it's slightly lower than that, then you have to sell more and vice versa, okay? So $40 million in Toronto, you know, as well as I, I I'm not, uh, I don't want to sort of patronize you here, but you know that's a small number to hit in a marketable place with billions and billions of dollars transacting every single month. Yes. Right. So so if it's a fear thing or if it's like I don't know how to do something, there was something that I, I talked about with someone else this week and it, it talking about overcoming fear. So one of my big fears was public speaking it was the only personal fear I had for a long time. And the only way I overcome it is to face it on. You can't do anything. I tried everything except for public speaking. OK, <laughs> so my mentioned, look, the only way to overcome the fear of public speaking is public speaking. I'm like, I know I'm afraid of that. I don't want to do it. But I have to do it, so I'm going to figure out something else, a way around it, because it's impossible. I said, well, you know, I, I'm the guy who overcomes a lot of the possibilities. And at the end of the day, I couldn't figure, I couldn't do it through, like, hypnosis. I couldn't do it through, like, uh, you, you know, whatever other ways I tried and didn't work, okay? The only right. way to overcome that fear is to face it head on, okay? So so what I did, I, I sort of learned that uh, this week, which is why I want to talk about it and brought it up, the only way to overcome the fear is through it's called voluntarily graduated exposure of what you're afraid of. So what that means is, so what I did, well, stupidly enough, I one of my first big events had 300 people in the room, and I was still afraid of public speaking, so it didn't go over too well. Okay, <laughs> there was yeah. not only the fear of internal dialogue, my mindset was messed up, but that I had compounded on top of that 300 people in the room staring at me, saying, "What is this guy doing?" Right. So yeah. I knew the information inside now because I know real estate, but. It was my internal mindset of saying, you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do this, that was preventing me from delivering a much better platform or a much better uh, delivery of the topic, which we were talking about real estate sales. So what I had to do, so that's not what I recommend to anybody. Okay, so if anybody's listening to following a path to success, that's not, if you're afraid of public speaking, don't get 300 people in the room if you don't know what you're <laughs> talking about or afraid to, okay, it's not good. Okay, so... The event went off well because I hired other speakers, so they sort of like interject and help me out. But it was a long day, and I don't want to go back to that again. But I'm happy to do it now because over time, I voluntarily graduated exposure to myself. So I, w I learned from that and said, okay, let's start back from the beginning. Say, I'll take one person and really hone my, my talk, and then I'll get you know three people in the room, and I'll hone the talk again, and I'll get another three people, and I'll keep growing and growing that way. So it was more of an incremental thing for me. It was just okay. as a fear, and that's probably what I hear from you. Like, if it is a fear thing or if it's like, is it possible? I know 100% you can do it, Marlo, 100%, okay? Uh, especially in a market like Toronto Place, and you've got the skill set, and you've got the motivation, and you get the drive. You've got all the skills you need, okay? So if it's a fear thing, just incrementally grow, okay? Just, and just say, if it's a fear of, you know, talking to people at an investment conference, do it with one person, then do it with two, and then do it with three, just what I did. Okay. Right. There was a fear of like uh, exposure. Like I get this a lot from agents. Oh, what are people going to think about me? So many people think about what other people think about. It doesn't matter what they think. It's irrelevant because at the end of the day, it's about what you think about yourself. Yes. It's what I your agree. mindset is. So, okay. So I know you can do it and I know 
the marketplace is there to reward you. You just have to get out there and get in front of more people, period. And how you get in front of more people, I, I learned, uh, you know, I think it was, um, uh, I can't remember the guy's name. He said Joseph Campbell, I think, is what, who said it. He said the the, the 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 cave you fear to enter holds the secrets that you seek. Okay, and basically what that means is I feared public speaking my whole life up until I don't know five years ago, six years ago. Um, but once I overcame that fear, it was my it was my last personal fear of my life. Mm-hmm. It held, it unlocked a whole different world for me. It was unbelievable what it unlocked. People will come up to me and like we do conferences and we do like events now and like I can do it. And so like, you know, I still have that little bit of fear there, but it's, it's not a fear of like the talk. It's a fear of like, well, if something goes wrong, but it's like, it's irrelevant because things go wrong all the time. So it's really irrelevant. So it's just me. It's an internal dialogue that I've got. I still work on to this day, but it's, it's really becoming minimal, right? It's very, very minimal. So for you uh, and anybody listening, it's, you know, if you're struggling with your business or if you want to take your business from, you know, a million to 10 million or 12 million next year, or you want to go a team or whatever it is, it all starts within. It all starts eternally. And, and for Marlo, for you, is, is there something specific you have questions for me, things that I've done, things that you may have questions about mindset, how to change it, um, and sort of in closing here in, in our, our podcast? Yeah, um, well, that's exactly where I was going to go with it. If we have a mindset already, how do we go about changing it? What do you recommend uh, the next steps be? So there's, there's, two, there's two aspects of the mindset. So uh, if it's a fear thing that's holding you back, so your mindset's strong to say, I, this is what I, I want a million bucks, this is what I'm going to get, but I've got a fear. So the fear, like I, I just talked about, so you, you do it gradually. You, you, you know, mm-hmm. if you're afraid of spiders, you know, like, like start looking at more books of spiders, yeah. okay? And then, like, right. slowly put a spider on your arm and then get a bigger spider and then put more, you know. Like, it will eventually dissipate the fear. The second okay. component of the answer um, is essentially repetition, but repetition of something that's worthwhile. And, and I'll, I'll tell you um, a, a couple of things here. So when it comes to sales, unfortunately – and sort of the only word that comes to mind, but yeah, let's say it's, it's an unfortunate thing in real estate where people are taught the wrong thing. Agents are taught what to do wrong all the time in this business, still to this day in 2018. I don't understand why. Like, there's so much technology. There's so much information out there. The fact that there's still bad information and there's bad coaching and bad teaching for brokerages and all sorts of things, it's awful. So you can be doing the wrong thing over and over and over again and learning wrong techniques and not getting the results and then you just build frustration, okay? So to change the mindset is all done through repetition, but repetition in the right, in the right direction, if that makes sense okay. to you. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, practice doesn't make perfect. It's perfect practice makes perfect because you can be practicing the wrong thing your whole life and you'll still get it wrong, okay? Right. If you were, you know, if you thought, you know, uh, I don't know, piano, but like if there's a certain note on the piano that you thought was an A instead of a D and you played that A note and you perfected it and then you went in front of a, a concert and be like, well, you're playing the wrong note. Yeah, but I was like, I perfected it though. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's wrong, okay? Right. So, so it's the same thing with sales and you just have to get the right information and I think we do that very well here at Young Realty. We provide you sound information, right information. We, we talk to you about breaking it down into, into to small increments just like you, you're doing. But we show you the right path of success, and it's, it's a path that's been working forever. 
And sadly, with technology, uh, people want that solution, you know, like, I just want a pill to lose weight, or I want to push a button and I make a sale. Like, it doesn't quite work that way in sales, unfortunately. Not, not uh, even in 2018, even with all technology. It still boils down to people and being in front of people and talking to people and delivering a product, which is you. You are the product when it comes to real estate sales. People hire you because they like you. They don't hire you for any other reason, Marlon. And right. it's just a matter of being in front of more people. Like if you have to sell more real estate, that just means you have to talk to more people or you take the people you're dealing with and sell them more real estate. That makes sense? Right. Yes. So we'll, so we'll talk about growth of sales, like specifically, like, like what to do. There's only three ways to grow business. We'll talk about that maybe in another podcast. Because this okay. week I want to focus on mindset. So the only two ways you're going to change it is the fear thing. Again, incremental growth. If it's, if it's, um, if it's a not knowing and you want to change your current mindset, it's about constant repetition. So yeah. constantly telling yourself day in, day out, I can do this. I can sell $40 million a year. I can sell X number of dollars. I can sell, you know, multi-million dollar homes or I can sell to celebrities or right? whatever mindset you want that you believe will deliver the results that you want. That's what you have to continually tell yourself over and over and over and over again. You know, if you came to me last year and said, look, Steve, I want to I speak Russian by 2018. And yeah. I don't speak any Russian. And I don't know anybody who speaks Russian. And I said, okay, Marlo, uh, good luck with that. But you're looking for me for advice. I wouldn't know where to start. But if you spoke nothing last year, but you started with one word, and you did that one word over and over and over again, and then you built that to two words and then three and four, and over time – and repetition of it, you eventually become fluent in it. That's, that's how any language starts. They think about back to when you were a child. You didn't know how to speak English when you were born. Now, your parents didn't get mad at you because you didn't speak English. You have to be taught how to speak English. So yeah. over the course of years and months, and like this is a ball, and that's a cat, and this is a dog, and just continual repetition over and over and over and over again, you eventually become fluent in English. That's just how anything works. So to change your mindset is no different. If you're constantly thinking, oh, the market's bad, or, you know, I want to make this amount of money, or it's me, or it's like, oh, I can't believe what other people think about me. To change that, you have to have a positive outlook. You have to have a positive explanation. You have to have a positive sentence. Maybe it's a positive DVD. And you continually tell yourself over and over again, you can do it. There's a lot of money you made in real estate. There's billions of dollars at hand every single given day. And that's how you do it. That's how you change it. Okay. Does that answer your question? Yes, it does. Very good. Uh, I think that's a good note to end on, unless you have anything else. Uh, no, uh, that, that should cover it for today. We can get into sales another time. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Marlon, well, I appreciate your time today. And we're here every week talking about uh, growing your sales business and real estate. If you want more information, you can visit us at youngrealty.ca. We're always open to helping real estate agents grow their real estate sales business. Thanks for today.